Hi, everyone. My name is Jenna, and this is Fail Safe for Life, the podcast. We are kicking off our first episode at the start of World Suicide Prevention Week, and who better to introduce this podcast with me than Sabrina Votava, who did start Fail Safe for Life. Now, Sabrina is a mental health professional, started this nonprofit, and she is just kicking butt at life right now. Sabrina, how are you doing? Awesome. Thanks, Jenna. <laughs> start off, why don't you tell us your backstory uh, behind starting Fail Safe for Life? Yeah, so um, my journey into suicide prevention started with personal loss. In 2003, I lost two of my brothers to suicide. And as a part of my grieving, I really wanted to understand what they were going through. So I started researching more about mental health and suicide. And it opened up this world to me that I hadn't known about before that I didn't really understand. And it grew my passion for suicide prevention and mental health advocacy. So at that time, I started helping other organizations in their prevention efforts through education. Eventually, I moved back to Spokane, where I'm from, and did some work in suicide prevention here. And I really loved the work I was doing, but it just wasn't a good fit for me. So I saw a need for an organization solely focused on suicide prevention here in the community. And so we kicked it off, and here we are four years later. Yeah, four years. That is so crazy. And I've been lucky enough to be a part of this since I think it's almost a year now. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of crazy to think. Obviously, four years is still hopefully many more years to go. What are your ultimate goals and what do you hope to see Failsafe accomplish? The initiation of the organization, like the reason why we started it really is I just saw this this need for convening organizations in the community. We really wanted to collaborate and coordinate with local organizations, with statewide organizations, and just see what the gaps were and see where we could kind of fill those pieces in. And so I'm hoping to continue doing that work of coordinating with other organizations. In addition to that, we really would love to see many people in the community trained and feel comfortable talking with their loved ones about suicide and understand that it's okay to ask about suicide. It's okay to listen when somebody really needs you and to refer them to help and to know what to look for when it comes to those issues. So those are really our ultimate goals of the organization is to educate the community and um, to coordinate efforts with others. And so you do multiple different types of training. The big one that we're focused on, I know, is the QPR. We also have the ASSIST and then the one that you yourself created. Um, QPR, that is available nationwide, correct? Yes, it's available mm -hmm. worldwide. Pretty awesome. Oh. Started here in Spokane, Washington. No big deal. So that's oh. very exciting. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So QPR, for anyone who's not familiar, stands for Question, Persuade, Refer. So when you go through that one to two hour training, those are the skills that you learn to help intervene when somebody is in crisis. And it's a great program. It is an evidence-based best practice and one that we support and utilize here in our community. Yeah, so to all of you listening worldwide, definitely check it out. Google, see if one's available in your area. And I know with Fail Safe for Life, we've been trying to do a couple virtual. I know you're a little more in the know about that. Is that something they're attempting to kick off worldwide as well? Yes, absolutely. So uh, QPR had a pre-recorded video format and then they had a live format where it was in person and did not really have um, the structure for a live virtual format because we didn't really have a need for it at the time. And now obviously times have changed and we have different needs for virtual training. So 
the QPR Institute has adapted and created a wonderful format for online training, uh, virtual live training. So we are able to do that, but also anyone who's a certified instructor worldwide is able to do that. So there's lots of opportunity there. Oh, that's awesome that they're doing that. I know the reason I personally wanted to start this podcast was for that exact same reason. COVID has everyone experiencing a little more isolation. So just being able to bring what we do to a virtual format just felt right. And so with that, I know you and I have talked about this, the goals of the podcast, definitely to extend our community option. And I know we have a few events coming up. Uh, did you want to talk about the auction and our kindness campaign? Since, I mean, this will be right at the start of those. Yes, absolutely. This is really an exciting month for us. We've already had a couple of workshops happen. And so this is now kicking off our kindness campaign. It's something we do every year to celebrate and honor National Suicide Prevention Week and World Suicide Prevention Week. And uh, we just really want to encourage everyone to engage in a random act of kindness. And if you've been the recipient of an, a random act of kindness, then to pay it forward. And we know that kindness is something that is just an important factor in our lives and even more so right now with everything that we're experiencing, just um, offering a little bit of kindness and can create some hope in people's lives. So we're hoping to encourage that for this week. And then on Thursday, September 10th, which is World Suicide Prevention Day, we are kicking that day off with our virtual auction. We are very excited about this. We're definitely the kind of organization that loves to have and host in-person events. And without that option, we've really tried to adapt and be flexible and create some interactive opportunities for people to create that connection, continue to be connected virtually. And this is another fun way that we're doing that. So through the virtual auction, um, that'll start at 8 a.m. on September 10th, and it goes through September 16th at 8 p.m. And for all of our Spokane locals, we have some really great items that I know I'm personally excited about. And for anyone who happens to listen to this and is not in Spokane, if you hear it before the auction, there's items that we can discuss mailing as well. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Come from far and wide. Please enjoy and uh, participate. We love to offer. We have some spa type packages, self-care packages. We have some um, tickets for events that are able to be done in a safe way. We have some uh, golf package. We have all sorts of fun things and definitely items that would be fun to use no matter where you live. So I think on that, let's talk about, I mean, obviously the kindness campaign, but also just kind of well-being and personal mental health care. During COVID, what has been a way that you have really taken time to focus on your own mental health? Mm-hmm. This has stretched um, my coping skills, I'm sure, along with everyone else significantly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I find myself really uh, working to get outside more often, to move my body more often. And those things really seem to have a significant impact on my mental health. Just to have a little time out, to go for a walk, to be in nature. I've definitely spent a lot of time camping with my family. So those are ways I have been able to cope and just kind of protect my mental well-being. Mm -hmm. Definitely getting out in nature is a great way to social distance, but also get out of the house, which I know we are probably all very sick of at this point, but <laughs> it's for the best. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We all need to, to have that opportunity to get out. And it's nice when you can do it safely. 
Definitely. And so I think final question, what is one of your favorite resources to utilize? I mean, obviously we have the suicide lifeline. What is something else that you would recommend? There are so, oh my goodness, there's so many. There's such an abundance of wonderful, wonderful resources out there. One that I have found to be somewhat unique and one that I offer out, um, especially to people that I have worked with who struggle with thoughts of suicide is a website called Now Matters Now. And it's designed by people with lived experience. So they have either had thoughts of suicide or attempted suicide, and they have used specific therapy techniques to recover. And they share those on this website. They have all sorts of tips and tricks for managing your thoughts of suicide. And it's really a built-in community to help people know that they're not alone when they have those thoughts and that there are ways to manage them so they can thrive. So that's one of my favorite resources for sure. Perfect. And so that was nowmattersnow.com? Nowmattersnow.org. Org. All right. That one always gets me. (laughs) Perfect. So definitely check that out. And a bit of a short episode today, but we absolutely wanted to introduce Failsafe, especially in the new podcast format. Sabrina, I'm sure I will be talking to you again. Oh, yes. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Anything else that you wanted to say before we say goodbye? I don't think so. I just everyone uh, be kind to yourselves and take good care. Thank you.